All right, so that's the story of Abu Bakr Mubarak, very, very popular figure as far as your calls, your voice notes, and also your tweets are concerned. Well, the other players as well to exit Orlando Pirates, I can tell you, Jackson Mabokwane, uh, Ayandangosi, Tabokalinge, as well, of course, as that man that we've just spoken to right now. I was just saying to the coach of Banyana that uh, it's amazing. These people don't waste time. You get knocked out of a competition. They put you straight onto a flight and you're back home. We are watching her play, her team play on Monday. Here she is, Desrealis, Coach Banyana. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Rob. Uh, no, FIFA have been fantastic. You know, the facilities and everything yeah. was top-notch. Um, so uh, just unfortunate we couldn't stay a bit longer. Why didn't we stay longer? You know, uh, we had a couple opportunities in all the games, um, especially the first one, mm-hmm. to kill it off after leading 1-0 um, early uh, uh, in the in the first half and then a very, very good chance at the beginning of the second half. And that would have really, you know, closed the game down for us. And then we had the penalty decisions against us. And uh, the second one, obviously, with uh, Notando Villacazi going, going um, you know, getting the second yellow, yeah. which put us down to, to 10 and it was always going to be difficult. And when, when chasing the game, being down to uh, 2-1 and 10, you know, you're always going to get caught out and we did. And uh, it was uh, just unfortunate that we lost that game 3-1. You know, um, we needed a really good start um, and we did start well. You know, Tim is going for a fantastic goal. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, going, uh, uh, you know, uh, for 68 minutes without conceding. And I, I was looking at the clock and I said, let's go to 70, you know. And and we didn't. And um, the Spain put a lot of pressure, but I felt with all the pressure they had, um, you know, we we were never really, really threatened for, for a lack of a better word. But we had opportunities and, and that's the one area that we, we really got to be more clinical in. Is finishing um, against China. On the other hand, um, we didn't have as many opportunities, but we had half chances. Mm. And in the final third, we we didn't make good decisions, but we conceded. Um, you know, in the 40th minute, uh, uh, player, uh, you know, being free, not being pressed, and then a cross comes in, and uh, just a lack a lapse of concentration, and the ball's in the back of the net, and you wandle down, and and then you're chasing the game. And when you're chasing the game, obviously opportunities disappear on the other side, and against the Germans. Um, we, we didn't start well. Um, we started very, very poorly. Um, but the second half really happened for us and we had uh, umpteen one-on-ones against the goalkeeper um, and didn't put it in the back of the net. So um, in, at this level, you know, um, you've really got to be concentrated for the full full 90 minutes. Um, any error, any mistake um, is punished and uh, you've got to take your chances when you, when you have your chances. But uh, it's been a wonderful experience. I think uh, the players have been magnificent. You know, they gave it the all on the pitch. There's no two ways about it. Um, so for their efforts, a big thank you. Because, I mean, they, you know, they came and gave up their time, their families. Um, a thank you to them, too, for allowing them to come with us. And coaches and, and, and teams and clubs who, who knows players participated, a big thank you to them as well and everybody that sacrificed on that side. I mean, there'll always be criticism, as you're well aware, that the minute you take up this job, Desiree, as a national team coach, there's going to be good, there's going to be bad. So the good is we qualify, we go through, and we want to participate. And you're right. So I, I watched that Spain game, and a lot of things could have happened. And it didn't happen. Then it's also a year of VAR. It's a year of many things. I fell for the Nigerians in the same way. But the totality of it all will say we only scored one goal. We considered eight goals in the tournament. Could we have changed things? When you when you reflect back and you give yourself that analytical, proper breakdown in terms of where we could have gone wrong, 
how honest are you as Desiree is to say we could have actually qualified through to the next round or not? Well, Rob, we could have actually, you're right. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our, sometimes our rotation of the ball didn't happen as, as well as we should have. We sometimes, under pressure, unnecessarily gave the ball away. And that's supposed to be our, supposed to be our strength, you know, holding the ball and passing the ball around. And there were glimpses of that. But uh, when you play at this level, it's got to be consistent. Yeah. And in that way, we were not consistent. Um, also, the chances we created, um, you know, and there were plenty. Um, and when you have so many one-on-ones with a goalkeeper, you've got to put it away. And and that's the, res- that's the result at this level, that if, if you don't put those chances away, you're bound to get punished right at the end. And you make you make one mistake where you don't pick up um, or play gets a free header or, or you don't track the runner and they get in on goal and mm. the next minute's in the back of the net. And those are things that we really have to improve in our game. Because the same thing with Germany, it was a case of dead ball situation, ball comes through, I, mean, I don't know what the plan is. Do you have one player that's in the near post, but nobody in the far post to mark, let's say, a corner kick? Because th- that's in the end. What was the downfall was that the marking was so all over the place. Yeah, the the first goal actually came and the player just got drawn towards the ball and yeah. somebody was left free. I think with the, with the, with the header of Alexander Pop uh, going up against little Lebohang Ramalepias was always going to be. But as, a, as an individual, you can still try and, you know, and, and, put, and, put, and put a player off. And when mm. we get into those positions, we are not clinical enough. Sure. And, and that's the big difference, though. Uh, talk about being clinical. And, and this is where I draw on, on your honesty. Your journey has been crazy. I think we know it more than most. And that is why I respect the fact that you hear other national coaches have not come to account Look. for World Cups. So that is why I'm saying that. From your side, I, I can give you my praise. You've literally just arrived back. And you were saying, as tired as I am, as jet-lagged as I am, as exhausted as I am, I'm going to come through and I'm going to face the nation and say, hey, we back. We should have stayed longer. It didn't happen. We had ambitions. You talked about missed opportunities. From a coaching perspective, would you say missed game plan? Maybe when you reflect back and say, against Germany, could we have changed things somewhat? Could we have surprised them a little bit? How do you constructively criticize Desiree Ellis for that? Well, we we, we obviously look at the opposition, Rob. And then we look at uh, how best we can counter that. And... uh, we, we knew that Germany was the strongest team in our group. Yeah. Um, and at that time, we still felt that if we can get sneak a 1-0 and the result on the other side, but we needed to be completely organized. We, had, we, have, we have game plans. We have set plans at set pieces, who picks up who. Yeah. Um, and if you leave the player free, it's very difficult for, for us on the bench to be able to effect that because you've left somebody free. Um, you, you, you get to get uh, a game plan of... Uh, you know, to mark players, you get a game plan of tracking players. And sometimes it happens so much, so quick that mm-hmm. uh, a, a player sometimes doesn't get into a position to, to, to do that. And at this level, you know, um, you, you get punished for those. And uh, uh, as I said uh, in one of the interviews earlier, um, you know, you've got to consistently train at this top level and play international friendlies at this level 
but also on a regular basis you have to also consistently play at this level because it's very difficult you know you you play back home um and with all due respect Cecil had been fantastic there's no two ways about that right. but um a lot of teams you know they train twice a week or thrice a week some train longer uh four times a week and you your your results at the at the end of the week is maybe 13-0 14-0 so you're not at a level where you know you can really challenge yourself and when you when you play against um the, the the German team, for example, their players play Champions League, and yeah. that's a, a level of a different kind. So our players going to Europe, um, you can already see. Natanda Vulakazi looks so mature. You see Tembi, you see Linda, you see the big difference because mm. they consistently train at that level, but they also consistently play week in week out at that level. So you know we're trying to by sending players training programs, we're trying to to help in that way. And make no mistake, when we look at when you look at the conditioning stats. We're right up there. You look at uh, when you play Germany, you may be a few kilometers out, but you're right up there. Yeah. You look at the players, you know. Fitness-wise and otherwise. You're right yeah. up there. But because the level I think that they play at on a regular basis is not of a very high level. And that is where we, you know, we need to consistently play at play, play at a high level. And yes, uh, you make a change and it doesn't come off. But mm. you go with your gut. You go with what you see you have on the bench and who can affect the game. And sometimes it doesn't happen. You know, sometimes it doesn't happen. You then look at the players in training and you see someone is really standing out and you put that one into the lineup and then on the day that player doesn't perform. So, yes, we, we always critically looking at us and we're always thinking what we could have done better and what we could have done here. And maybe a year or two down the line, you look and you, you say, I, I, I could have done this. I might have done that. And But it's, but it's part, part of learning, mm. part of growing as an individual. Um, and we always want to do what's best for the team. Sure, we were not Thailand. We were not going to get a hiding of 13-0. I think there was a stage in the formative years, as you would know, where we would have been up for 13-0. Because I think we lost to China. I think it was in 2002 or 2003. Yeah. We lost 13-0 and 8-0. Correct. And one uh, journalist said, oh, so you've conceded. I don't know how many goals. And I said, uh, are you talking about 2002, 2003? That was, that was way back. Yeah. You know, that was way back. But... The, the game has evolved, the sport has evolved, players have evolved, you know, everything has, has changed. And, 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 it's, and, it's, and most games we played was so tight. Yeah. And I think the preparation really helped us because we could have played lesser known teams and beaten all of them and everybody would have been excited. But would, that build-up would have, would have would given have been, you an indication but of would where have we been, were going. Yeah, yeah. but would, have be, would that have been a really good preparation? We might not have won um, our games, but I think it was the best preparation we could have had because it really, really prepared us. And against Spain, I don't think anybody expected that, but uh, we have a fantastic group of people that we work with. They analyze Spain to the T and whatever they did, we said they were going to do the same in the China game. Yeah. You know, people wondered why we played five at the back, but there was a reason for that because they push, they had pushed four up. Yeah. So if you're playing four, four v four, it's very, it's, it's, you have no cover. But also, when we're on the ball, we can push someone up, and we still have four at the back, and yeah. that person joins the attack. So there, there were plans. There were plans, and sometimes it doesn't happen on the field the way the way you plan. You know, when you get told that this is the danger player, and you actually don't pick her up, or or you let her go for a minute, and it happens. Sometimes uh, it just happens uh, where players maybe late or so, and and that is part of part of the game. Mm. You know, but we, we, we have to be concentrated and organized for the full 90 minutes. But that also comes with consistently playing at that level. 
when you talk about that level, there's a side of me now where professionally I'm just like, to hell with everything. You know, can't we go back to this is our last game? You know, obviously, take it for what it is. Because at the end, you become a football fan. And you say one of the things that will confuse this opposition, if South Africans play the South African way and they just hold the ball, play it backwards, dribble, etc. I'm like, let's find a way. Let's try and find something that will confuse them because they've seen our games. They know how we are when we are structured. But let's play maybe slightly unstructured game where they get frustrated where they can't get the ball where we are you know we, we we're doing it the way the the girls would be able to do it you know back home when they're not is is there from that level and i know that i'm i'm asking a lot here where we could have reached into that and tapped into a little bit of that against the germans or the professional game at the stage doesn't allow or offer for that to happen Look, uh, we encourage players to use this skill. Yeah. Uh, we encourage them, obviously, in a, in a structured manner. I think Lebohang Ramalepi, when you see her on the ball, doesn't matter what part of the pitch she is, you know, she will brush the ball and drag the ball, etc., etc. So we encourage, we encourage that. Mm. Um, but you look at Thailand again, you look at that game again, and they had no structure. You know, they just actually went toe-to-toe. And they got beat 13 all. You also want to have a structure that you can that you can play from. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when you look at the game against Spain, we were well organized, but we gave them a lot of problems. We gave them a lot of problems. And uh, um, sometimes players go too deep and we try to push them up so that we can get support, support up ahead. And uh, in the second half against Germany, when we made the changes, I think also that had an effect mm-hmm. because then our ball players really started getting onto the ball and, and creating opportunities. But uh, it's not that we don't encourage it because uh, we showed at AFCON the type of football we want to play. And obviously this is uh, way above... Uh, to what we play, a level to what we played at AFCON. So you also get put under more pressure than what you're used to. And sometimes you can't do the things that you want to on the ball. Is the, is that part of the difficulty? Because I, I can almost sense it where when you play that structured football against nations that play structured football on the regular, where the clubs are playing professional football. Here you've got a handful. I don't know what percentage of the, of the actual team are playing overseas, are playing at a structured level, and you are trying to play that that makes sense football-wise, but you know that they're going to win because they've had more years, more mileage playing that structure. Again, there's how soon should this professionalization of the league locally happen? Because we're kind of tired of competing. We want Desiree to go through. To the, I don't want to be sitting here with Desiree Ellis now talking about a World Cup that hasn't quite happened into the knockout stages. How soon can that happen? Well, the National League is anticipated to start in August. um, But I think after this World Cup, I'll be very surprised if there are not more players that get contracts abroad um, to also go and play in the bigger and better leagues. Um, If you look at... uh, you look at Nigeria, you look at Cameroon, a lot of their players play abroad and it shows the experience that they have through that and I think that, that also helps. Um, but I think it starts from, from grassroots level really. You know, um, a lot of these uh, players um, 
it happens for them at cross at grassroots level, um, and uh, that's where it starts. I mean, I I grew up playing with boys, and I think a lot of a lot of girls grew up playing with boys, and and that's and that's where it starts. Um, but as individuals, you've also got to take yourself to a different level, um, and that is uh, that is also very important. You know, taking yourself to a different level um, really helps you as well because uh, you are you are you are looking out for your own future. You are really working hard behind the scenes to to get to a different level. Uh, you are really working hard to to be able to when you get the opportunity to grab it with both hands, um, and when the opportunity arises for you to get a contract abroad. I mean, Tembi, for example, was was uh, not a regular at Houston Dash. Um, she was always coming onto the pitch and and making a change. And now she signed for for, uh, for the team in China. And look at Tembi now, you know. So you've you've got to have also little uh, goals for yourself. Um, and ambition as well um, to able to affect that because it's it's not just coming from the coaching side it comes from the individual as well sure strange questions are coming up on twitter but let's uh, allow for our voice notes to take center stage desiree ls back banyana banya coach with us in studio union rob it's aaron Mueller from social work extension Rife. rob i like what desiree is doing rob Reporting to us what really happened in France. That's it, Rob. We're still waiting for Tabasunon to come back and report to us, Robert. Just come back. Tell us what happened. That's it. We don't want anything, Robert. Eh? They only want to come when it's rosy and sunshine, Robert. Eh? Robert, it's going to be thorny. It's going to be hailstorm outside, Robert. They must just come, Robert. Feel the pain that we feel. Eh? That's it, Robert. Desiree, good luck. Going forward with the ladies, I wish you all the best, Michael. I wish you all the best. Sorry to say, Michael, Desiree. I wish you all the best, my mother. Thank you. Hi, Rob. Hi, Desiree. I just want to say that I'm particularly proud of um, of uh, Coach Desiree Ellis. I'm, I'm very proud of how the team flew the flag. Uh, then in, in France, um, it, it was really, really nice to see South Africa do what they done. It is a bit unfortunate that at that stage we didn't shine as we would have loved to, but fact remains, the girls done well. South Africa is proud. I am proud. Homozomalefi here from Rwadeport. Thanks. Hi, um, Robert. Great show. Just a quick one, Robert. You know, in, in South Africa, Robert, we, we need not to look at development as a result, but as a process, Robert. Desiree has done well, Robert, to be honest. Given the resources that we have, given the fact that these, lady, these ladies only play tournaments and not an official league, Robert, given all these backlashes and all these uh, uh, factors that are against us, Robert, they've done really well. And, 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 and we need to start investing more, Robert, into development. We've got an under 70, we've got Abantuana, Robert, who are probably playing, Robert. And we need to start investing in those so that we have a pool that plays. And the fact that we have a league for women, a little bit too late, but rather that, Robert. And let's get mileage on these ladies so that they play and are able to be very competitive, Robert. Thank you very much. Great show. Bye. Good evening, Robert. Um, I feel we were very defensive in all three games. We set back a lot. 
we didn't impose ourselves. If um, I, I were to be very harsh, I would say we added numbers. But um, to give the girls some credit, it was our first World Cup. And uh, for the coach and the players, there will be some lessons learned from there. But my main point is I felt we were very defensive. This is Maurice from Rodeport. Cheers. Hi, um, Robert. Great show. Just a quick one, Robert. You know, in, in South Africa, Robert, we, we need not to look at development as a result, but as a process, Robert. Desiree has done well, Robert, to be honest, given the resources that... All right, thank you so much, 0605842250. Those are the voices that are coming through on our WhatsApp voice note number. We've got about uh, three minutes left with the Desiree Ellis. And Des, I mean, sure, the first one is very emotive calling you my mother, everything. Your continuation with coaching the national team rests with what? Well, what's the agreement with Safa so that we get that clear? We don't have to be debating, arguing. Uh, we get it from the horse's mouth. Rob, we'll be pre- preparing next for the Kusafa Cup, which is happening in July, uh, yeah. end of July, beginning of August. Mm-hmm. And then a week after the Kusafa Cup, we will be preparing for the Olympic qualifier straightforward simple as that what would you like to change in terms of your structure technically and otherwise from what you've learned is there anything that you want to add subtract in terms of what you have look rob i think uh with this many players we haven't seen yeah um i think that's the big one uh, we have a lot of talent in in this country and we might have missed out on some talent um hopefully we'll get to see more players this time around um because we want the best players to play for the national team because i think that's important um, and to be able to utilize those players, whether it's in the junior teams um, or even in, in Banyana, I think it's important that we get to see those players. Um, and uh, that will also help us in, in getting the best players to, to come to come forward. Um, on the other hand, um, around the country, we have now provincial technical offices, um, you know, for, for them also to, to assist in that. And if players are identified um, in the in the different provinces for them to be put on programs. Um, so by the time they get into the national team, you know you, they're not far behind because the problem is when you when you scout a player and the player comes in, the player is so far behind and doesn't really get given a proper chance. But you have so little time um, to prepare. Um, Who helps you with the scouting? We we have uh, anybody. It can be a scout, a coach, yeah. a coach of a club has already recommended the player. Right. Uh, we'll send a provincial technical officer out to go and scout the player and then give us feedback on the player. Um, a coach of another club um, can give feedback. I think when uh, Real Eduardo went around the country promoting or telling people about the National League, um, she's given everybody my number. So, um, you know, the, anybody um, who sees a player is a scout. You know, okay. that doesn't stop them. That doesn't stop them from saying, I've received a lot of emails um, and I've to look, I had gone to look at some players, um, you know, because players have said, and you cannot say uh, if, uh, if someone says we have a fantastic player and, and just take it uh, for granted that, you know, uh, it's, it's maybe not so. You have to go and have a look because the next gem could be around the corner. Quickly, rotation of goalkeepers. What was the idea there? There was no rotation, Rob. Yeah. Um, I was reading an article in a newspaper today, and it's not true. Okay. What happened is uh, Adili had a hip contusion, and uh, the day previous day in training, she struggled to kick. Right. But we obviously left it till the very last minute because she had a fantastic game, and uh, she wasn't ready to play. 
And that is the reason why we played Kaelin Swat at the very last minute. Right. So there was no rotation of No rotation? Not at all. Okay. You still the right person for the job? I believe so, Rob. I believe that we can take this team to another level. Um, you know, as I said, the players have been fantastic. Mm. Um, but the support has also been great because you cannot do it without the support. The fans out there, we had a lot of South African fans at, at, at the stadiums and a lot of non-South African fans uh, with flags. Um, but we knew back home that we could feel it, yeah. you know, people watching and, and supporting. And, uh, you know, we we just sorry that we couldn't, we couldn't do more for them. You know, but I know when the players walked off that pitch that they gave it the all. And that's all you can ask, you know. You sometimes cannot please everyone, but if the effort is there, yeah. that's all that you ask. All right. In all 15 seconds that I do have left, uh, Desiree, I want to thank you so much indeed for coming through. As I say, we really value your ability to be accountable to the nation, being a coach of a national team. Hard luck, better luck next time. And thank you so much for dropping by. Thanks for having me, Rob. Appreciate it.